Lots coming out of Ottawa today, including news from uh, Jagmeet Singh and Justin Trudeau on this dental plan, their affordability plan that uh, likely none of us can afford. So we're looking for that at uh, noon, but there's also lots of other stuff coming out. So that's where we find Tom Korski, managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. He has the shovel, he does the digging, and he finds the goods. Hello there, sir. Hi, Alex. All right, we're getting our affordability plan today, and that worries me because uh, it increases our spending. But interestingly, um, you know, Christian Freeland coming out today and, and making it clear it's not her job, not the finance minister's job, to uh, adjust interest rates. And it's not, Tom, she's right, uh, but it is her job to make sure that the government, um, you know, is able to counter or deal with what the Bank of, of Canada, which I think we need to remind people, they got it wrong. Inflation, they got wrong. And so they're trying to correct their mistakes, but they're, they've made clear they are going for it. They're going to correct this. And so it is her job to make sure that they've got measures in place that we don't tank. Sure. And if you're finance minister, if you, if you want to take all the credit for every job created in Canada, then you can take all the blame for all the things that go wrong, too. It's yin and yang. And in Minister Freeland's case... Uh, you know, there's there's this mythology about the independence of the of the Bank of Canada. The governor is a cabinet appointee, and cabinet sets the targets. So there, that's enough of that. Cabinet has choices, by the way, and they're making them by not mm-hmm. doing anything. When Freeland says, "I can't do anything; it's not my job," they could do credit controls. It's happened before. That's a way to curb spending that fuels inflation. That's a way to tighten up some of the money. Credit controls mean if you want to buy a car, you have to put 25% down. It's happened. It works. 18 months, it's over. Instead of the very blunt instrument, the very wide club that is ever-increasing interest rates that will, as you mentioned, Alex, will go up again in October. Yeah, yeah, and more after that. And these are aggressive. Like, they, they could teeter us in, into um, a recession. And so I think people really need clarity. Like, w- what's the plan? Because this will erase hundreds of thousands of jobs, uh, potentially. So so it, it, we haven't really hit the effects of all of this. And I think, you know, the reality is starting to set in that, that it's about to get real in the next, in the next uh, couple of months. It's interesting. There was an MP, a Quebec MP of all people, a Bloc MP from uh, Trois-Rivières in the Finance Committee last winter who said, tell me about stagflation when the governor uh, was testifying. No, no, no one sees that. No one predicts that. Uh, Mm -hmm. For anyone who wasn't alive last time, that means interest rates go up, but there's no economic growth. So you get it coming and going. And it's pretty rough. Uh, some of the figures are starting to get there. Stagflation is when yeah. you're getting about 9% inflation with ever-increasing interest rates. It's awful. It's awful, Alex. But mm-hmm. apparently, it's not Freeland's job to set those those policies. It's not obvious what the remedy is. But I guess we're going to find out in time. I guess. And we should point out that... Um you know, a lot of questions needed to be asked of the Bank of Canada can't be asked, not by you guys anyway, because, of course, you guys heard the recording where Blacklock's reporter was not specifically allowed to ask the oh, Bank of Canada. Oh, we were blacklisted. That's right. Yes, <laughs> yes. we were blacklisted. So, what, would, what would you have asked <laughs> Tiff Macklem if you could yesterday? What would your question have been? Well, I, I would say if you if you didn't get it right the last time, <laughs> yeah. why would anyone have confidence in you now? And you're absolutely right, Alex. The, the bank governor and his predecessor, Stephen Polos, were wrong. They were simply wrong. And they had all the data. And it turns out, 
they didn't have any more acumen or forecasting ability than the guys I shoot pool with on Saturday nights. Unacceptable. <laughs> They're the ones getting a half million dollar salary. Yeah, and telling everyone, don't you get a raise, and they get themselves raises. It's like, I love the bank of Canada. Don't give out raises. And then they just, what, 40 million in raises and bonuses for themselves? Talk about being out of touch. Uh, Dr. Teresa Tam, our chief public health officer, grossly underestimated COVID infection rates, according to uh, the uh, data that you guys uh, collected from StatsCan. But, you know, she managed our response on these assumptions of less than 10% that people were, were infection rates. No, it was actually 20% and up. And so they've been planning on faulty numbers. This really matters because this was the science every time cabinet said we follow the science. This was Dr. Tam's science. Why, why does it matter? Because in the early innings, the public health agency and Dr. Tam incorrectly mm-hmm. predicted that fewer than a tenth of Canadians would become infected and that we were in really good shape. Well, the implication was just hang tough. It's, it's going to be, you know, we're going to have a six, seven month uh, uh, run here. If you just hang tough, if you're a small business owner, just drain your accounts to keep the, the shop afloat, even through lockdowns. If you're managing an economy, whatever. And then we're going to get through, we're going to flatten that curve. Remember the famous, the, well, I'll tell you what, high school science, there were even epidemiologists at the time who said it doesn't work that way. No one is gaining immunity to this coronavirus sitting at home. And you're not going to get out of this until a majority of Canadians, 30 to 70 percent, have either been vaccinated or gained immunity because they got sick. Some wouldn't even notice they would get a headache. For others, it would be catastrophic. The entire model was 100% wrong. What was the effect of that? You said it earlier, Alex. Cabinet borrowed a half trillion. The kids are going to be paying this off for the next century. That's how wrong that was. One of the great epic mistakes in science. Yes. However... Um, you know, they'll somehow massage us. And they did give themselves velvet boxes with medals. And so they have already awarded themselves for their successes in that. Really so we're saying, we're saying uh, kind of Bank of Canada material, that is. <laughs> it's called failing upwards. We do it a lot in this country. Uh, we, we reward do. it. Uh, quickly, uh, cabinet gain nothing by waiving sanctions against Russia. And this all has to do, so this is a Commons Foreign Affairs Committee where we always get the answers. But the executives with the Ukrainian Canadian Congress were asked, you know, to, Press for the reversal of a July 9th waiver that permitted the return of a German to Germany of a natural gas turbine, which has been very, very controversial. This is something that Russia owns. Um, and, and, and they basically said, look, we've absolutely gained nothing, but we have lost sanctions that we had on Russia. Again, it's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, this was bad. And cabinet was also asked, and they've been asked since May, what exactly did our sanctions mean? How many accounts were seized? Who did they belong to? What assets were frozen? And you know what? They can't get an answer. It is as if the announcements of sanctions were performative. In this case, the Ukrainian Canadian Congress, acknowledged by all parties as the experts on this, testified in committee. And they said, you got nothing. You got suckered by Putin. You broke your own sanctions rules, and you got nothing in return. And think about where this is taking you. As you are on the world stage, and people fantasize about a Canadian becoming Secretary General of NATO. And I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, well, yeah, and that's interesting, because Christian Freeland's all rumored to be going to head to of NATO. I don't know if that'll happen, but uh, boy, they got a lot wrong, but they don't get nailed on it. That's why we've got you. Thanks, Tom.
<laughs> thank, thank you, Alex. <laughs> that is Tom Korski. He is with Black Locks Reporter. It is subscription-based. You get every cent worth, and uh, again, it matters.